Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. If Karga said you were coming, we have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I am Luke, and I am joined with a couple regulars today. Uh, We have Dave with us. Hey, me again. Very happy to have Dave with us, and we got... Justice. Hello. Glad to have Justice here. We got some pretty cool stuff. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, If this stuff turns out, um, how they're going to price it. That's kind of the main question, isn't it? Some new stuff dropped from AMG. It's called the Battle of Yavin pack. We don't have everything so far. Yeah, they announced with it, we're getting a unique scenario. It is called a scenario pack. So, is it just like, um, is is there an option in there that is versus the game, or is it still player versus player? Uh, They don't really say. What they say, each scenario pack contains a collection of standard loadout, ship cards for pilots who took part in the battle, as well as unique scenarios so that players can reenact the battle on their tabletop. Scenario-specific conditions and special rules bring memorable moments from the movie to life. Yeah, like, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff here. Okay. So the, the pictures that they dropped include Iden Versio in a TIE Interceptor, uh, Pops Krail uh, for Rebel Y-Wing, Darth Vader in the X-1, on Solo and the Millennium Falcon. But something that's really interesting is they all have um, different abilities than their original card, and they have upgrades built onto the card that don't seem to be um, cha- uh, changeable. It, it is... It's a fixed so loadout. If you played uh, AMG's Aces High scenario pack... Is that how these cards looked? Sort yes. of like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It sort of looks like... Uh, so it would be like if a quick build quick, card quick, was I was going to say quick standard. builds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I guess they... it depends. So this article, I didn't actually hear about it till just now. Interesting. I like the art, but this is just the cards. Like, there's no... Will, will, if it's a set you got to buy, will there be... So <clears> it's going to come with a unique scenario, which this is interesting because just rereading it a bit, the Battle of Yampin scenario... Is thirty five point squads right? Yes, and so would there be like a uh, like a, a time limit? Uh, will will the Death Star show up? You know what I mean? Like, is it? Would there be? They're talk, uh, some sort of different tokens, or we don't know the full thing about it. Yeah, but... there's no hints or anything. Well, uh, rebels face an uphill battle against the forces of the Galactic Empire. 
but with skilled piloting and a few tricks up their sleeves, the Rebels stand a chance of getting a single starfighter in the trench for its attack run. Once a ship has equipped the attack run condition, it can make its approach and attack the exhaust port with its proton torpedoes. So, so I wonder if you'll... You know how... You know how Heroes of the Arturi Cluster, you kind of have like satellite like bigger more than more than just the the tokens that we have for the more more like a dungeons and dragons kind of uh ton, you know hallway or tunnel like yeah. it, well I wonder if this will come with trenches that you can kind of fit on the board, you know? That would be interesting cuz if yeah, we well, look at the pictures of the cards like Pops is in a trench. Vader right. is in the <clears throat> trench. Or maybe there's a new map that comes out or something. I don't know. The article itself is really uh, interesting because when they announced Battle of Yavin at Star Wars Celebration, on the box, they had a picture of a TIE uh, interceptor. And people got so up in arms. <laughs> because... Yep. <laughs> there was no interceptor in the Battle of Yavin. Star Wars fans made a hey. fuss about a tiny detail? No. The AMG brought it up in this article. I, I see it that, is. yeah. It is um, a prototype TIE Interceptor. With uh, Lucasfilm permission. like Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Well, it shows, and I mean, it shows a lot of what people were saying, like AMG's just trying to get rid of the license. AMG is taking this, like, license to its fullest extent, and they worked with Lucasfilms, so... Yeah, a lot of the people that are still not liking 2.5, they compared it to Marvel Crisis Protocol because the heroes, they all have their built-in abilities on the cards. But, I mean, that's that's a lot of miniatures games are like that. Yeah. Um, so, it's a little bit exaggerated, but... These are some of these look pretty cool, and we right. got some very unique abilities, and we have some talents on these cards that aren't actually in the game as of yet, as a so, separate thing. That's what's cool is that all of these cards can be used as a standard play. AMG has confirmed that these are all standard play cards, so they're gonna have to come out with points. For each of these cards. Yeah. Hmm. The, the biggest question is how do you price them? Because this item seems really good. It's a TIE Interceptor with a built-in shield upgrade. Except this one only has sensitive controls. It does not have auto thrusters. Oh. I like um, auto thrusters. So it, it might just be a four-cost TIE Interceptor. Like a lot of the ones that we have right now. But it might be five because of the built-in shield upgrade and some cool like it. It has a very I mean, powerful ability where it has it's not uh, as powerful as actual Iden, which is ignore one. Mm -hmm. It's like a. It could be better than actual Iden if he sticks around. Yeah, if she's not, if she is like flanking, not the main target. I mean, she still has to be range zero to one, um, of of, of one of her friendlies, but. Every other turn, she can spend two charges and prevent her hit or crit. That seems pretty bonkers. Um, now, it does raise a question, and you bring brought up a good point. If you're going to, let's say, fly this Iden, mm -hmm. 
and it has sensitive controls. Well, sensitive controls is a standardized loadout. So does that mean every other interceptor that you have was going to need sensitive controls? I would imagine so, because even though it's printed on the card like this, it's still an upgrade attached to the ship. Right. Uh, so sensitive controls is... Uh, I, I, it's printed on and replaces... It doesn't even have an uh, option for auto thrusters. Yeah, so, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but it also comes with Predator and <laughs> and an F.O. Uh, talent, Fanatic. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Which is slightly actually, it's, different. it's a little different. Yeah, um, you have to be is. damaged and not shieldless for it to work. Hmm. Change an uh, eyeball result to a hit. Okay, we've well, got to be careful there, because you're going to maybe remember the original card. Which is... Uh, that's fanatic. Which Gold. is interesting because this this item oh. has a shield upgrade, so she has to take two damage before it's active. Yeah. So. Uh, the, pops. Uh, the he's he's this is pretty decent, man. As a as an ability. Who Iden or pops? No pops, pops. Yeah. Oh pops, yeah, we that's, have the Y wing. I'd say that's more accurate than broadside, being able to reroll two attack dice. Yeah. Now he comes with. And he's got. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, he comes with iron cannon turret. Mm -hmm. So. I was gonna say all the yeah all the I mean he's got, I mean it's not the I'd, I'd rather have if, yeah, whatever I, you get the ion cannon instead of the dorsal turret but, um, advanced proton torpedoes and R four are all built into this. This is pretty nice. Yeah, and, and he's, he's I four, which is pretty, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good right now. And with he has that you know? advanced proton. Proton Torpedo for that range one banger if you ever get it off. So. And he has hope on him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even read that. Um, is it, that's the exact same thing oh, yeah. as Hopeful? Yeah. yeah. Is, is it? Yeah. Friendly ship 0-3 to destroyed. Focus or boost. Yes, right, right. Oh, this one is a focus or boost action. Isn't Hopeful stressful? Yeah, mm. well... I don't remember. Uh, Yasby. I got it open here somewhere. Oh, I didn't open it. No. Can we perform a focus or a boost action? No, not stressful. Same. It's just. Uh, but usually... this one is. This one is. Um, after a friendly ship or zero to three, it doesn't have to be. Uh, it doesn't hopeful. have to have hope on it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be limited or have the hopeful upgrade. Hmm. Uh, I mean, any you're going to be bringing limited ships in 2.5 anyway, yeah, 99% yeah. of the time. So that part doesn't really matter, but it's still, still fun. The boosty Y-wings are good. Yeah, it still falls into the why hopeful wasn't great either, because you're probably always taking a focus anyway. I mean, so if you know someone's going to die and you take a target lock with this guy. Yeah. And then... <clears throat> Speaking of target locks, yeah, focus target locked, advanced bar target appeal. Yep. What were you saying? Speaking Dave? of target locks, I was going to say. Speaking of target locks, that takes us to Vader, who uh, doesn't have fire control on this card. Yeah, it opts to give you marksmanship, hate, and afterburners. Uh, at I least like you got afterburners. afterburners. But yeah, yes, absolutely. 
And at least you have advanced targeting computer and not some yep. other ability. Mm-hmm. So you still get those uh, very... But it's a different Vader ability. Yeah. It's got all the upsides of a Vader defender. Right, because what's his ability for the for the regular tide of... Spend a uh... force, take another action. Okay. This one is just pure offense. Get in their face. Get your force back with hate uh, from taking damage. Get crazy range one bangers. Uh, while you perform an attack, you may spend one force to change one blank result to a hit result. So at least it doesn't fall into the, you can only use this on offense, the force on offense. Yes. So he will be hard to hit too, because three green dice and he can use his force for that. Yeah. So he and gets um, he uh, Vader Defender's ability, but can still use his force on defense. And he has a shield upgrade equipped to him. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. Oh, does it compared to the, to the regular uh, tie advance? Three, two regular tie advance. Okay. Okay. Now, the bigger question is, are these um, ships going to be worth the same as their counterparts? Because you can't change the loadout whatsoever. You can't change loadout. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know how to price this Darth Vader because he still seems really good. Yeah, Uh, They might be be both just stuck at 7. Yeah, that'll Um, be up to AMG. Not being able to change the loadout is going to make it... But, I mean, this is the loader like, that you choose if you choose this one or the other one, right? But I think because of the ability and how powerful it is, I think that... Um, you still think it's going to be a 7? Yeah. But um, because how they decrease Luke down to 6, I mean, I'm thinking that the current Luke is going to go back up to 7 and the new one will be 6 because it is fixed. Yeah. There must be more cards to reveal, too, because you just mentioned Luke, and I don't even see him. Uh, we'll get to no, I'm sure that there will be one. Right, right. We have a Luke. It's coming. Oh, you've seen... You've, not in this article. It might, no, not on this. No, right, right. it's on their preview. They oh. showed a preview of Luke. Okay. But uh, the next card, though, in the article... Another good has one. a very interesting picture, though. Yeah, I know. Those aren't the gun ports, are they? No. <laughs> yeah, the just headlights a, or something. I, I think the art's pretty cool, but yeah, it's, it's I, an I interesting think, angle. I think it is the headlights. It, I think it is in the movies, anyways. Um, but there's oh, some cool thing, uh, light streams coming at the bottom as well. It's it's interesting art, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this Han has a two other new abilities. Very interesting. Uh, after performing an attack that hits, you may spend one charge. He has four charges, non-recurring. Right. You may spend one charge to perform a coordinate action. And then, while you defend a perf- solo, while you defend or perform an attack, there are no other friendly ships at range zero to one. You may spend one charge to reroll one of your dice. Hmm. So. You have four charges. Well, you have five. Because Rig Cargo Shoot has one. But I think that's on Rig Cargo. Oh, you can't. You can't. Like it Like it just says spend one charge. Like yeah, you can't, that's. You can't I change think that's the charges. Oh, okay. 
Okay. That's separate. But you play. You can play this Han as a wingman to somebody else. Shoot, spend a charge, perform, go coordinate, or you use him as a solo. Haha. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> <laughs> and use the charge, but he only has four, so you can only do it four times. Yeah, so that's not horrible, because like, a lot of my game, you know, seven, eight rounds, five rounds sometimes, three once, you know, you might not... Four charges is not bad. You're gonna use that. I just find it a little weird that he has his first ability. Why does the second ability have solo colon in front of it? Yeah, like, I don't why know. Isn't it just a second because, paragraph of his ability? Because that's like hope, uh, advance thrusters. It's like the chassis ability they're giving it. I'll be honest; it looks like. I wonder if the other Falcons will get that ability because it just weird. It just seems weird to put the pilot's name in front of it. Well, yeah, but there won't be any other Falcons like it. The, you know what I mean? This card is just Han Solo. Yeah. Any other like ones would be a random flavor thing that wasn't really yeah. doesn't really mean anything. Um, maybe 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 Luke's will have like Skywalker or something under it. You know what I mean? Similar. He has hope. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but the crew Chewbacca crew is different than the actual Chewbacca crew. Th- this actually, this is really good because it is really good. You, you basically get two tokens every time. You know, you know what I mean. You, you get what you want. Yeah. You get your offense and your defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this, um, and then you know, keep looking down right? because it has the Millennium Falcon title on it, and natively comes with the evade uh, action. Regular Chewbacca crew, by the way, in case people don't know, it's a two charge recurring. At the start of the engagement phase, you may spend two charges to repair one face up damage card. Which is also good, but this is this will be really good. So basically, you're getting now an evade focus a turn. Who doesn't want that? Cargo sh- you have rig cargo shoot, Falcon title, which is the same, and then I, I love this inclusion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love L three three seven. You have L237's programming in, on it as well. It's, it's too bad you, you you can't use both sides because of the way this card is, but like you, there's no way to flip it, you know? But, no, but it's the, just... You get, you get the good side, too. I, I like the, the first side as well. It's it's cheeky, but uh, I always am taking L3 for this side of the card. Here, I'm posting the Luke in Discord. Oh, uh. So. So, Luke, oh, it is, yeah, it is hope. Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what? I was saying, Luke, do you want to take Luke? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah, Go absolutely. Uh, let me take a. Let me take a Luke here at it. Ha ha ha. Alright, um. So they showed off Vader, which we've already seen, and then they showed off Luke Skywalker, which is very interesting. It has the same stats. Um, two force, two shield, four hull, two evade, three attack. Uh, the ability is after you're declared as the defender during the attack, recover one force. That's the same. It comes with hope, 
as a secondary ability, just like the Y-Wing. But it seems like we have a uh, almost a replacement for the S-Foils. Because um, there's no S-Foils on this card. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a talent called Attack Speed. After you fully execute a three or four maneuver, you may boost using the one straight template. Hmm. Uh, the three straight, that would, or, uh, that would give you either a five or six move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it specifies three straight or four straight. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it. So you can't do it after a talent roll. Um, comes with instinctive aim, which is, it looks like the same. Spend a force to ignore the focus or target lock requirement. Uh, comes with proton torpedoes and R2-D2. It's a different R2-D2, though. Uh, after you reveal your dial, you may spend one charge to gain one disarm token to recover one shield. Is the disarm different? Uh, old R2-D2 was three charges. Oh. Yeah. After you reveal your dial, you may spend one charge and gain one disarm to recover one shield. So yeah, they took away a charge. So well, now this... you say old R two. You can still use those cards, right? These are not yeah, just not on not with this ships. system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the rest of the pack, they so also... I'm thinking that this one might come in at six points. The other one can be seven again. You know, they give the they give Vader and the Interceptor an extra shield. I would have thought Luke would get one more shield. But they're the plucky. Uh, oh, true, underdogs. and they're supposed to be underdogs. Yeah, they're supposed to be fighting from underneath, I guess. That's true. So do you guys think that the S-foils will still be able to be equipped to this X-Wing, and they just didn't include it on the card because it needs to be flipped? I don't. They didn't do the L-37 flip, you know what I mean? Why? I yeah. Know. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I doubt think you it. play them as they come. Yep. So unless posted, unless the pack comes with S foils, then we won't really know till then. Well, I posted oh. the ship cards that they announced we'll get. So, the All standard right, loadout that. ship cards that we're going to get for Rebels: Garvin, Drace in a T sixty five, Luke in the T sixty five, which we've seen, Jack Porkins, Big Star Darklighter. Wedge Antilles, Han Solo, Dutch Vander, Dex Tyree, Pops Crayle, and Hall Oakland. So I, what I they hope, I hope Wedge is still as good. <laughs> what they said they want to do is like bring people who haven't had a chance to like be on a ship cards. And if you zoom into the picture you can see Jack Jack here after you uh, Sorry, blurry. Yeah, mine's too blurry. After you do something, you may roll one attack die to remove it. Well, the hit results suffer one hit. It looks like the actual Jack. Yeah, like he he takes his stress off if he gets yeah. the uh was it the blank? I can't remember, right. actually. He has uh, a couple new things on there. He's got advanced proton torpedoes, and then there's something called R5-D8. Spend uh, one charge to recover one... Something. To repair one face-down damage card. Attack. 
No, it just says action. There's two different actions. Repair one face up. Okay, shit. that says That's action. Right. Okay, yeah. So it looks like just a regular R5 built on there. With two charges and then unstable something engines. After you are destroyed, you may perform a something something. A one straight maneuver. It looks like Dead Man's switch. So you're destroyed. You boost forward one, and each ship takes one damage huh. around you. That's kind of neat. If that's what it is. Hey, actually, and if you look, if you guys look down to the game contents. It does say eight Death Star Trench tokens. So maybe you do kind of, as, as you know, at a certain round, you set up Token, set up yeah. a trench that you have to maneuver? Yeah. I don't know. Or you have Two, to... Maybe those will be the first uh, structures. Yeah, yeah that's, maybe, that's what, you know, you know, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, oh, And then two maybe. oversized scenario exclusive upgrade cards. I don't know what that is. But. Maybe. You set up the eight tokens on the mat, mm -hmm. and you have to destroy some, right? Or claim them or do something, and then that will give you the attack run condition. Maybe, yep. Yeah, so that's, that's interesting. Yeah, if, those, uh, if the Death Star Trench tokens, um, that'll give more uses. If you can use standard loadout in this game format, which I doubt that would give more uses for March Seal Closure for going through structures to strain stuff. Well, you could you can play whatever you want. I mean, if you yeah. want to, yeah, you know, do the do I love the, how there's do, just do a, a TIE list. fighter called Backstabber. <laughs> um, and what? We also have a Dex Tyree up here in a Y-Wing while you defend blah, something while you defend and he has hope as well. Yeah. Uh, Imperials... Like Imperial ship-wise, we have Vader, which we've talked about, Backstabber, who... Didn't we have Backstabber in 1.0? I don't remember. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, I can find out right now. Yes, in 1.0 we had a tie Backstabber. Because he was one of Vader's wingmen. Uh, Backstabber in 1.0, his ability, when attacking from outside the defender's firing arc, roll one additional attack die. Huh. I wonder if that'll come back. It's funny, you get more interceptors than tie LNs. That's weird. Of uh, Mauler, Dark, Wampa, Dark Curse. Dark Curse was previously, uh, or is still, maybe? Is that, that sounds familiar. Dark Curse was in it. I yeah. haven't... Let's see. Yeah, we don't... Oh! Wow. I hated Dark Curse in 1.0 seeing... Going against him. What was the original ability? The original ability for Dark Curse... Said, when defending ships attacking, you cannot spend focus tokens or reroll attack dice. 
like. Sounds like a midnight ask ability. He was 16 points in 1.0. And then we get Aiden and Sigma 4, Sigma 5, Sigma 6, Sigma 7. I'm assuming those all have different abilities. So, okay. Talking point-wise, if you have 35 points to play with, Mm -hmm. there are 10 Rebels. You think you can get them all in for 35? 1, 2, 3, 5, 10. That's what... Like, are you going to have to choose which ones you want? Like, but you have to figure they want you to use as many of the new things as possible. Well, is it still going to be eight ship max or probably, yeah. Now, look at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Not a complete game. X-Wing, Corset, and or listed ships required to play. Yeah. So it's not coming with the ships. It's it's telling you you don't need the Corset. No, it's saying you do need the Corset. No, because remember, um, FFG started this, and AMG continued it, it seems, that they sell each individual piece Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. You don't need, you can buy, I forgot, you can buy the... uh, Range rulers. Range That's rulers, the stuff I would. Yeah, deck. even even the dice. Yeah, damage decks. Yeah, you're right. And if I was AMG, I wouldn't advertise that you need to buy the core set either, because I'm sure that they have one down the pipeline, um, centered towards their new uh, game style. So, I don't know how they can do that, but they should. But I don't see how. Well, with they keep changing the markers. rules every friggin'. I mean, they keep adding more and more. Like, I love these uh, packs that come out with two ships in them. So if they can make a corset with four or five ships, I'm down. That sounds good to me. It's yeah. a good way to start a collection. I mean, it's not like I'm not spending my money on their products, but um, but I probably overall, won't buy another corset if it's just X wings and Tie Fighters. But overall, the Spinal of Yavin pack looks pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure if not. You know, maybe the group of us would uh, maybe buy one yeah. for, for, for for Tuesdays to try out. You know what I mean? You would, But want... not everybody needs to buy one. No, and chances are you can, like, if you have a friend who plays Imperial, you can split it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would be... Like, Rebel Imperial player can split it. I would lo- I don't play enough Rebels or well, I don't ex- play any Imperial. Especially if you're planning on just using these for Standard. And they're just great to have the faction that you play. Like, I would love to play the Battle of Yavin, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I can't fully say, yeah, I'm going to get it because I don't fly Rebels that much. I don't. I haven't flown Rebels at all since 2.5. I know, it's hard to do everything, and, and like, at one time I was buying every faction... And, and and then you never fly everything that you buy. So I've sold off a faction and I, you know, I mean, I'm still playing four or maybe five of them, but it, you, you never get to use all your stuff properly or learn it. Well, I don't know. 
some stuff just doesn't get used, right? I keep buying everything, and I make an excuse to myself. My brother will play Empire and First Order against me one day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I keep. Oh yeah, Chris, uh, Christmas when everybody comes over, I'll, I'll break it out, and my brother and uh, brother-in-law, I'll get them hooked. But you know, I never have people over for Christmas, and then there was a pandemic for three years, and then <laughs> it's not happening. But I'm still buying my toys. Nobody will stop me. Uh, yeah, that's what AMG has shown us for Battle of Yavin. Seems pretty cool. As long as they don't make this the only these cards the only way you can play the game in the future, I'm down for them releasing more stuff like this. <laughs> yes, the, I, I like choice for sure. But but it does say what is it? That's all for now. More scenario packs are coming. Right, which that's the exciting thing. Like. Give us more scenarios would be fun. Well, I, I would like even just more scenarios, you know, in the, the like the regular scenarios. Yeah, the, like there's just the four. Oh, yeah. I'd add maybe one or two more. But this type of stuff, too, I mean, you can do, it, um, you know, especially with if you have or haven't watched Obi-Wan, while well, the, the, the snow speeder is coming out soon for X-Wing now, it was in that show. You could do, we, you know, the next one could be Battle of Hoth, or you don't have to do every friggin' movie. How about uh, how about uh, the Yuzhan Vong invades the galaxy and you have to fight them off or something? You know, I, I don't know. Let's let's not go back to Hoth. <laughs> it, it's I mean, this is my complaint about any Star Wars game. They will find a reason to send you to Tatooine and Hoth. The battle, the the playmat is already made up. Like, the no Hoth matter one, if you're you know playing I mean? a, I mean some some fans like that kind of thing it's like uh I know. it's um how do i explain this oh let's say the new warhammer game just came out like the video game, the video game? oh yeah there's oh, the like XCOM, xcom type yeah um so this new one it's about two factions i've never heard of uh, so I'm like, I only care about orcs and tyranids and space marines, so why would I ever buy that? I want to see stuff that I'm familiar with. I like Tau Warhammer. Yeah, Tau's are cool. I, I'm an orc guy. I sold all my stuff. Or, actually, I didn't even sell it. I gave it away. I have a box up in the attic with some of my Tau stuff. My brother used to play tyranids. And he flew half, and he played half of them unpainted, and it bothered me. I thought you weren't allowed to play if they were unpainted in that game. We were just playing at home. Oh, yeah, do what you want. I have a f- friend who would proxy every single miniature to play because we well, just so played just, on his. He just had cardboard, like no, no, no actual minis. No, just whatever we could find, scrounge up. Oh, like Lego figures or whatnot. Yeah. Just I mean, nowadays played... with 3D printing, you can do whatever you want. Right. You can. Anyway, we're we're getting off topic. Let's not. Yes. Stupid Warhammer. Anyway. But that's. I mean, that's the good thing about this podcast is sometimes we can do that. <laughs> but. Um, uh, it's no just, scenario. I, play I like... don't, it's so expensive. It is. I can't, I can't justify it. Anyway. But, um, um. I'm. I'm going to guess, and this is just my guess, right? They're going to do a scenario for 
the new trilogy where you have you have these nice factions that line up that you can do stuff like this like mm-hmm. have first order versus resistance oh yeah i see and then you could even then, do the prequels too yep republic you can have battle of coruscant now that oh would be that would God. be freaking cool oh man if there was some way to incorporate i always have wanted to incorporate armada in a, in a it, like a scale battle you know like yeah. on that table you guys have the capital ships and we're fighting on this table we're actually you know we're underneath you i, I don't know i don't yep. know how you would do it but and then le- you can have legion you, you could yeah they're on the on the on the ground way down even further on Coruscant. um but i think and then scum honestly with scum they could you can have anywhere. scum versus scum v scum you, yeah yeah or they, you know, they could they could be the faction that fits in to any of the scenarios, right? They, they've been hi- yeah. again hired by whoever, whomever. So, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or a battle of Geonosis. Yep. If you, uh, oh, more that would, like, that would be Nantech, that would be very legit. versus Lats and stuff yeah. like that. You could have Jar Jar crew built in onto somebody. Come on, AMG, make it happen. Is that a crew card that I just haven't heard of? No, that's what I want. I want Jar Jar crew. You want Jar Jar? Okay. Yeah. I would want a Jar Jar crew. Uh, okay. Well, what does he do? Damage you somehow? <laughs> he gives you stupid ass luck. That wins <laughs> yeah. you the game. Did you, a, ro- did you roll a blank? No, it's two eyeballs now. Take a damage, re-roll all your dice. <laughs> yeah, you, you actually, yeah. That that's that that would fit. That sounds right. Yeah, and the artwork could be like Qui Gon grabbing his tongue or something. That'd be great. Um, all right. Uh, last week we left off talking about the uh, our thoughts on the new points and what are our standout kind of options that we see for the. Factions. We started off with rebels. We talked about scum and CIS. Um, By the way, addendum to that last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one of my lists that we talked about with my rogue, I took out. Uh, if you watch Hexile stream today, you saw how I changed my list. Uh, Cad Bane, Sunfact, General Grievous, and instead of a Magna Guard protector, a uh, Magna Guard executioner. I put two separatist drones, two points each with Discord missiles. Oh my god! So that two point change was great. Yeah, I'm not totally convinced with the rogues yet. I, I still need more practice, and every time I make a new list, I keep not putting one in it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list with Boba and Cad, but I'm just not brave enough. Well, that sounds all right for for which for scum. Yeah, I'm, I was thinking about Boba, Cad, Gamu, and Layton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the rogues, like for five points, they don't punch super hard. You have to li- do really a lot of work to line up a bullseye at I four. It's kind of it's not always easy to do. Um, but he does have a really cool ability. If it goes off, you just don't have a lot of um, tools to get that damage through guaranteed all the time. I've been enjoying them. 
So. But let's talk now. Point change. Uh, yeah, so we, we discussed uh, Rebels. We discussed EIS and Scum, and I believe that's all we've discussed so far. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so let's head on to Empire. Okie dokie. What all kind of changed in this one? I'm not, not super... So a lot of the most... Uh, what I've noticed is the, some of the really efficient swarm stuff got taken out. So all your 3.X1s and 3-point TIE Interceptors, they're up to 4 now. Um, which is a probably one of the biggest changes. But I think that they're still doing super well. Most... Um, TIE Defenders are 7 points, except for Vader, who came down to 9 points. Hmm. AMG, why you do this? Um, Obviously enough people weren't playing and, him. Oh, and, and he has a good loadout, too. 14, so prevalent yeah, now. But, um... Yeah, yeah, you guys go ahead. You let me know, like, your biggest... No um, well, I think the biggest thing Take that helped Imperial wasn't the point change, but the role change with uh, Reapers. Yes. Like, oh. I'm seeing more Reapers because of the role change, and did they come down to four? There are three of them at four, and Major yeah. Vermeil is five. But yeah, so, they, they don't have to do the, the Aileron, is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just awesome. So, that, I mean, is a good thing for them. I mean, they still have red hard turns, which sucks, but, I mean, they can act as a regular shuttle now with some kind of force carrier. Um, so I saw a really cool ace list that's literally just Defender Vader, Sutir, and Major Vermeule with Emperor Palpatine helping them out. Their three ship lists are coming back, and they're doing some work. Really, so. that's nice to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I haven't had the greatest luck with just a three ship list. Yeah, four well, seems to be I, I'm, I, I've won games with, mm -hmm. but it's hard to keep up on. I've I have found it hard to keep up on objective points with only three ships, especially if you lose one. Well, I just saw a game today. It was very close, but it was Django and Zam and uh, Oh, yeah, well. Oh, was that Hagwood's uh, list? Yeah, and Cody Wood pulled it out. He was flying the uh, Obi-Wan with five of the Z95s. I told you guys, Stub OP. Stub is OP. I, but, nobody, yeah, Django nobody was... Yeah, Django was veteran tail gathering, uh, like deleting ships like crazy, but uh, Cody was just able to take advantage of the objectives and uh, get ahead by a couple points. So that was a cool game to watch. Um, but yeah, and uh, Empire here. Uh, have you noticed anything? Have you been able to go out to the game store? Has anybody been flying? Um, Empire there, Dave? I have flown quite no. a... Like, I've seen quite a lot of Empire. Um, I see, keep seeing Vader. Like, both Vader in the X1 and Defender Vader, like, they are very common. 
Imperial yeah. seems to have gotten like a good. They didn't, you know, get hurt badly. I think they got helped most. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking if you're doing any imperialist, I would take a defender because seven points. Take let's say X one Vader, uh, Rex or Brath. Both are seven points. Probably fits something else. Or a couple things. I mean, a lot of the TIE Fighters are two points now, just like the Vulture Droids. So you have a lot of cool options there. Uh, let's say um, the Generics are two. But ISB Jinguist at two points. With three-point loadout for any illicit that you want, almost. I've seen a lot of Jinguists. Yeah, so people are trying to take uh, advantage of the three points, but I still think Dead Man Switch might be their best one. Because that was... Uh, they were even annoying to deal with at three points. And then you got Wampa and Balan Rudor as well at, a, at the two-point cost. Well, yeah. Actually, Wampa, three dice? That's not bad. Uh, two-point loadout. Yeah. So any of the two-point talents. A lot. I've seen a lot of disciplined out there. Disciplined Wampas. And then you still have some solid tie interceptors at four points. Almost all of them are four points except for Gideon, Sienna, and Suntir. Um... The V1s have always been solid. Uh, let's see. And the Strikers. I hardly ever see them anymore. And Pure Sabak. That's too bad he can't grab a shield upgrade anymore. Actually, these last three, I, I haven't seen a tie Heavy, a tie Striker, or a Decimator in months. Uh, tie Heavy got hit a little bit because they, they're all five points. Light needs to be four points, so it's a little unfortunate. And only, and I guess 14 loadout, that's not bad. But yeah, that's, uh, that's Empire. Major takeaways, defenders are great, the Reapers are great, shuttle now. And lots of two-point tie LNs. I, I, I don't, I don't know why, like... So I had kind of forgotten. Actually, this is a question I had from last Tuesday. I built my scum list, and it came to 19. Um, and, and, and that part of the game, you know, the uh, initiative, it didn't even come up till the end of the game. I had lost anyways, but um, I forget why. I said, no, no, my list is only 19. And my opponent was like, oh, well, I, I get that that one point still. Mm -hmm. The... Um, I forget what it's called, like the deficit uh, point. Deficit, deficit yeah. score, yeah. But if AMG took away from many factions a lot of the two-point ships, sometimes you just can't get to 20. That doesn't seem like my fault. Like, I don't know why you should, why why the deficit just, scoring uh, is still a thing if you, if you physically sometimes can't get to 20 points. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a lot easier before to fill out to 20 for sure, but it's just the nature of 
the the way they limited it to twenty points. It's just uh, well, then, it's, then leave a two point ship for everybody, or more than one. Anyways, minor, minor nitpick, it. but yeah, there's not much you can do about it there. I mean, just upgrade something to something better. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that that is a major complaint. They they, they were all named ships. It was like it was like Cad Bane and. Like there was all, there were. All, I don't know. It's just weird that you, you, you know. I don't know. I just thought it was odd that I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's even harder now because a lot of the uh, different ships, a lot of them are the same point. Like there's no four or five and six point things. There's either one or two different point values for each chassis. So if you want to bring that chassis, it can be really difficult to get it to exactly twenty points. Right. I mean, it's not impossible, and, and it's not a big, big deal, but it might be something they could think about mm-hmm. as they're tweaking. Tweak, tweaking rules, I mean. And the way that they've designed objectives and scenarios, that kind of makes up for the fact that you don't have exactly 20 points. The opponent still has the ability to get those points. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say, like, after you destroy an opponent's ship, you get an extra point, maybe. So let's say you destroy a three-point ship, you get four points instead, just to make up for that 19. Go up to 20, but right. maybe not get those points instantly. I don't know. We'll see what they do. I'm sure there'll be plenty of point in, uh, iterations to come. Yeah. So, Imperial really, back on that point, how Runner came down. I'm pretty yes. sure Imperial got the better, got a good uh, run on this. I would agree. How Runner is the four. most expensive wow. at four. Uh, yeah, I almost forgot to mention. Um, the UK Expo... I'm pretty sure the Tie Swarm beat it. They won with the Tie Swarm. Cool. It was a seven ship Power Runner Swarm, which is uh, it's a little a little harder to do nowadays with the new bumping rules and hurting yourself. But uh, from what I've heard, there was a lot of instances where, let's say, you had ships behind, you knew that you were going to start bumping the enemy ship. They would move the back row first to get past the front row of ships. And then the now back row ships would move, bump into the friendlies, but because they would overlap the enemy ship, they still were able to do their stressful focus and not have to roll for damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was uh, some pretty cool interactions that I heard about to kind of make up for the fact that you'll be bumping a lot with seven ships. is really neat and yeah very heavily modded how runner swarm and every it's the crack shot swarm too every all the tie fighters can take crack shot it seems very good <clears throat> uh yeah let's uh let's move on to let's see we'll talk about republic because they probably took the biggest hit when it comes to 
uh, filling out their factions. Probably because they had the most busted points. Yeah. Uh, to start. Um, Justice, what's the biggest things that you probably noticed for Republic? Republic. Um, let's scroll down that. Republic. Uh, okay. So for me, the biggest thing for Republic is banning that auto blaster. Oh yeah, um, that's that's big. Point wise, you know, it looks like they're trying to bring uh things into play that aren't seeing play more, and Barris going up to four. Yeah, a, a lot of the Delta Sevens, um, they're most of them are four, except for Obi Wan, Plo, and Anakin are five, five, and six, and their loadout got hit pretty significantly as well. So let's say Mace and Luminara, they only have seven points to work with. Barris has nine points, but only one force point, right? And yes, for now. Ah- Ahsoka still seems really good at four points. Um, but I, I've also seen some people... And bringing uh, Danae up to them. four as well. That was... Yeah, she... Yeah, the N1s were really good. But Danae, four points for 14 Loda, that doesn't seem too bad. I would still, I would play around with that. Holy moly, yeah, why does Danae have such a huge loadout? Because yeah, they want people to fire, hmm. I guess. But yeah, we got some uh, cool options there. Uh, I've seen a lot of people taking the Delta 7B variant because a lot of the a lot of them are at six points. Ferris is actually at five points, which is five points for a Delta 7B seems pretty good. Um, uh, but most of them are six points, except for Obi Wan, Anakin, and Plo are all seven. But why would you? Just always take Anakin at seven. That just seems pretty solid. You don't really have region anymore, but R2-D2 still in the faction. Anybody yeah. being Republic? Or are you flying any Republic? I, I don't the- fly it, but uh, Andrew at the store flies it a lot, and... He does pretty well. He usually—I I don't know if the points changed enough. He usually had like seven ships with him, a couple of V V wings, uh, usually a Jedi, and a lat. I can't—I can't remember what else. Did the did the torrent come down? I know he was—he wasn't—he really enjoyed them, but then wasn't playing them because they were expensive. They for are me. all four points except for axe and kickback at three. But they what were they previous? Down. Yeah, were were they even more, or did they come? No, down? yeah, Oddball used to be five. I'm pretty five. sure. Axe kickback dropped to three. Oddball those are the three dropped. point ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now they want people to fly the new Z ninety five, which are all three points. Oh, really? Wow. I, so, I haven't seen them out yet. Um, I would I would take those guys. They have really cool abilities. We talked about them last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. yeah. Stubbies and they're a nice-looking model. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they look very nice in my unopened box. <laughs> Probably won't open it for a long time. But yeah, it's really cool. You can spend three points, you get Warthog's arc or uh, Lat ability. So I, I've seen more than one person try the five Z95s plus um, some kind of other ship, and it's not bad. Especially when they have the ability to get extra dice. Other than that, uh, do you guys have any other um, standout thoughts on Republic at the moment? The Gauntlet um, still isn't that great in it. It's another faction. Okay. I don't. I don't fly, so I don't have. I don't. I don't really have a lot of comment. They got changing some of the stuff they did with you know banning auto blasters and. So now you don't have the Eddas running around free with that. Um, Is that just banned for them? Standard, no. Oh. I mean, they, they're, all their V-Wings are also three points. And then there's Oddball at four. So there's a lot of ships that kind of perform the same role. They're all at the same price point. It's just uh, picking which one you want, I guess. Like when you only have twenty points to work with in a squad, how do you how do you differentiate something between a viewing a torrent and a Z ninety five? I mean, it's all price, right? Torrent is sort of your missile carrier. Uh, viewing is another missile carrier. But the V-wing can carry a bomb too, if that's or can it still? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so maybe that might be a different way to go with that ship. And Z95s have a sensor option. So yeah, there's lots of different different ideas. All right. Uh, let's move on from Republic. Uh, we got two options left here. Let's go to First Order. Um, I don't think there's been a lot of changes to First Order. I don't think they got touched very much. No, they just um, lost their two ship, their two point uh, FOs is all. I know that uh, Kylo Silencer went down to seven. The Z shuttles went down, didn't they? And the might have, might have. The Whisper Kylo went down to six. The Z sh um, shuttle. They're all four fours. now. Okay, so it's not just Gideon. You can take any of them. Yeah. So yeah, Malware's for the i five. Getting back the Malswarm malware might be an idea. Um. Yeah, the, the two biggest changes are Kylo getting cheaper in both platforms. All of the uh, the bombers are four points except for Breach at five. I think that's the same. Well, those are great. Those are all great. All of the Typhos are three points except for Midnight at four. 
the tie BA. Everything is five points except for or the first order provocateur hollow or five points. Amber is still four, still a good value there. And Von Reg is still six. But it looks like did Von Reg lose Odo? Hmm. Oh it just uh it just a lot of these aces that maneuver went up to twelve, so it takes up a lot more space now. So it's uh, not as easy to take something like that maneuver. But you still got plenty of space for Daredevil and whatever else you want. You don't have room to take hull upgrade and shield upgrade because hull upgrade is banned. Well, yeah, I was going to say you can't take hull upgrade. And yeah. I like afterburners on everything, but it went up as well. Yeah, it went up to 10. I still, uh, but... I still take it if I can fit it. But yeah. First order is still really solid. You got those awesome cha uh, chaff missile carriers. Uh, you got some cool options with the SFs as well. Quick draw is still really fun to play around with. 25 loadout points. Yeah, and you can still do, um, which, I don't know, I should bust it out again. I have five, you can do uh, five of the Omega Squadron Experts. Oh, so that's really good. Yeah. Uh, at four points. But I mean, that's the same price if you want to take Backdraft or Captain Phasma as well. You can throw those guys in there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, as long as you. Yeah, you can take five TIE SFs. They don't have to. They, two of them can have some abilities, which is great. Yeah, and they can do some really cool stuff in first order. So let's say uh, you're taking Proud Tradition. Tradition is an amazing action or uh, talent uh, that lets you um, uh, perform focus actions even while stressed. So you take that, and they have the text slot, so you can take Pattern Analyzer. Um, so you can do a red maneuver and get a focus target lock just by turning around focus target. Well, lock. and now there's there's so many, you and know, you there's so many ships on the board. Uh, special forces gunner and keep your keep your your arc pointed backwards. Hopefully, you get two shots with a couple yeah, of them, or keep it or flip it out the front. Yeah, and um, then you're a three attack dice, that's, which is great. But you could do that linked off of any action, so mm -hmm. don't even worry about it, really. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really like looking at backdraft here, power tradition, pattern analyzer, special forces gunner. Special forces gunner is only five points. Yeah. So this is uh, this guy can hit pretty hard. Yeah, lots of cool stuff to play around with in this faction, and I think at the first iteration and in this iteration, it, it hasn't changed much, but it's been solid both times. Yep. So no complaints for first order fans here. I don't think. Do you have any more? Uh, Thoughts on this one, Justice? Mm. Not. See, I haven't played against them much. Like, I, I am uh, undefeated against them right now. Oh wait, never mind. No, they kick my butt every time. I haven't beaten first order since two point five drop. <laughs> They're. Uh, 
They're they're sneaky good. Like they're a lot. Most of their ships are three agility. Sometimes you just can't get the damage in that you need. And they're very fast, and they don't mind taking objective actions. It it's a really good faction. And then there's resistance. I still love resistance. It's the resistance. It's um, the resistance. But right now with, it's kind of the Y Wing faction. With the resistance, I will say I call that BB eight. Two points. Yep. Uh, I just I just haven't been building for resistance. I've been building a lot of scumless lately. Yay. But I do have one resistance list that I am looking at. And I don't even think the points have changed, but it's just Chewy with three Y-Wings and Kaz. Um, I mean, you could drop Kaz for another three-pointer like Rose or Finn uh, and take Ray instead of Chewbacca, but still I don't think it's that bad. Uh the Y Wings, all these Y Wing options at three points. Seems like resistance. Um one of their best options at the moment. It's just pure beef that you can zoom into range one with modified ion cannon shots. Or dorsal turret shots depending on what you want to do. And they can also take bombs on top of that with astromech slots as well. And the new free tier fine belly run um, talent. Just put on anything with the talent slot. Hmm. Uh, from uh, from what I've noticed uh, with resistance, here, let me start a new squad here. Uh, the fireball hasn't changed that much, except for the fact that R5 doesn't exist in standard anymore. And Kaz's loadout actually got a little bit bigger. Uh, so you have a lot of... Um, 14, that's quite a bit for a ship like this. Yeah, it's one, it went up a couple points. So before we had... I just had shield upgrade and R4 astromech, so it went up from 8 to 14. Well... So you can do something simple, like, let's say, R68, which is like the Super Predator droid for rerolls, and then shield upgrade. Or you can go crazy with Contraband Cybernetics, Mabu Frick, R4 Astromech. Um, there's lots of cool stuff you can do with them. But Jaeger at three points is also a good deal. Uh, like uh, Justice mentioned... BB-8 at two points. Uh, only for a loadout, but I mean a two-point filler for something that can system phase reposition. And then, like, let's say be your objective getter. Doesn't seem too bad. I've been told to throw Chewbacca crew on him and call it a day. Uh, let's see what else we got here. The y, uh, the most disappointing thing is their lack of changes in the Y-Wings. What do you mean? 
uh, or the A wings. Sorry. Oh. oh. Uh, the A wings. Oh yes, I know your. Oro went up to four points. Um, so most of the A-Wings are four points. Lulo, Tally, Zari, and Zizi are all five. And you're still sad about that? I I mean, Tally can take a Protron Torpedo. But there's stuff in other factions that can take that for four points. So it's not too exciting. I wish Tally was four points. I would stick her in every resistance one if she was four. You know, I'm not sad that the A-Wings are so expensive for resistance. They're pretty annoying. Not when I fly them. No, no, but when good, when good players fly them, then, then, oh, then we... Yeah. Merle being <laughs> four, I think, is the... Merle should be three. Yeah, I still look at 2.0 costs, even though I shouldn't. And just knowing that Tally used to be 36, and she's a minimum 5 points, just hurts a little bit. Um, uh, Going after the A-Wings, the Resistance Transport hasn't changed. Uh, I don't see anybody flying it. Uh, Not so much anymore. The transport pod has Finn. He lost a little bit of loadout, but he's only three points now. And he can still take heroic, perceptive co-pilot, plus some other two-point option. Um, so heroic, perceptive co-pilot are the two minimum I've won on. I've seen him flown with um, uh, C-3PRO, uh, th- who's seven points, but I'd rather take that extra point just for those focuses. And some people slap Predator on there. You could go automatic target priority. Um, yeah, Predator seems like a good... Because he has two talent slots. Might be a good option. Or Elusive. Elusive might not be too bad. But three points for Finn. That has a very accurate... It's not advanced optics accurate, but it's still a very accurate three die gun. Uh, it seems really good. Uh, the oh, I never noticed that. If you're looking at the Falcons, the resistance sympathizer is six. I thought the minimum for a Falcon is seven. So that's one of the rare cases where the generic is actually cheaper than the named ships. Yeah, but still, would you take it? No. No. I mean, for eight points, you can have Ray. Yeah, you can't even take the Ray Gunner on it. Uh, so I would take Chewbacca or Ray for sure. And and I don't think I've ever seen Chewbacca. So Ray, it is. I mean, Ray's so good. Uh, yeah, no arguments. Eight points. I mean, I'm, shit, man. Fen is seven. <laughs> that's, that's I. I look at how everything else compares to Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Ray being eight, and you're like, and Fen is seven. Yeah. So Boba Fett's more. He's nine, I think. Fen is Fen one point 
worth one point less than Ray? I guess that's up to you to decide. I would say, yes. you know, uh, I, I well, I don't know. I, again, I, I don't play this how faction. Do, do I haven't price? played Ray, but but she has, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine upgrades available to her. Two crew, a gunner, illicit modification, eight hull, three shield, two force. That's pretty good. And then you look at Rebels, who has Ahsoka Tano for the same price as Tally. In an A-Wing? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. But she has three force and an amazing ability. And easily double-modded missiles. Uh, and she's so hard to hit with force and evade. Anyway, uh, after the Falcon, we got the T-70, which had a few changes. Um, we have no more four-point options. Every oh. single T-70 is five points, except for Poe, uh, Hoyo, Flippy, Temin, and then the other Poe. Oh. So both Poe's. Uh, Trigger Happy is seven, Commander is six, um, and then Snap Wexley from Heralds of Hope is six, and every single other one is five. I was trying to figure out what HOH was. Uh, Heralds of Hope. Yeah, that's the, uh, the 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 two pack. Uh, yeah, it came with two X wings and an A wing. But yeah, there's some great options at five points now. But now there's so many named pilots. Why would you ever take Kai anymore or Jacris anymore when you could take Nine Num or Elo Asti? Yeah. An I-5 T-70 with great abilities. Or Temin that can boost for free. And uh, one of the best uh, ships, T-70s, that we saw a lot in 2.0, Jessica Pava. And their free rerolls. Oh, Jess is just only nowhere. Five. I haven't seen her anywhere. But... Then again, she was um, she was a big part of the jousting uh, like beef resistance list of 2.0, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she could still be good. She still has rerolls, but she needs to be range one of a friendly. So, and 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 this version of 2.5 where you can only get objectives after turn one, or not until turn two. In a meta where TIE Swarms can win tournaments, I don't see why she wouldn't see play. She can still, like, run up, paired up with Finn, paired up with Rose or BB-8 in some kind of formation, and then you still have room for a lot of stuff. I mean, it, I think the main issue right now is just Alpha Strikes with Proton Torpedo Alpha Strikes. It just doesn't compare anymore. Yes. Those are possibly very hurtful. You're, you're rolling up with these three attack dice ships, but you're facing off against Trick Shot, Shattering Shot, Proton Torpedoes. 
from both Wedge and Luke if you're trying to be super competitive, right? So it's just, uh, it's not the, uh, it, it can still adjust really well. It's just not going to adjust well against that. And especially when proton torpedoes are so easy to come by, they can take you out a T-70 relatively easily. Yep. I think that's the biggest boogeyman right now, is that Alpha Strike proton torpedo. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I got on Resistance. So, yeah, let's let's chat about our, our current um, thoughts on 2.5.1. Um or 2.6 or whatever you want to call it. I'm I'm still not a fan of Salvage Mission, but other than that, I'm having a good time. You know, I like Salvage Mission. I'm still not a fan of Chance Engagement. My problem, it, I don't even think it's the, the game mode's fault, but every time I pick up a, a crate, my opponent rolls natty crits and they go through <laughs> every time. So uh, played, I, I played salvage on screen on mm-hmm. stream today, and you know I kept my crates for a while. The only crate that I've been able to keep was on General Grievous, and the only reason I kept it for three turns was because I wasn't an arc for anyone to shoot me. Um, so that's the only reason I was able to keep it for three turns. But any of my other ships, every time I pick one up, that exact same turn, I would lose it. And that's all because of those darn Natty Crits. Well, you should be rolling Natty Evades. Oh, Proton Cannon was so useful for... Yeah, let's let's talk about that, the new cannon. How'd that work out for you? Um, I, I have played I it multiple times. I have used it twice mm-hmm. maybe twice I know definitely once mm-hmm. I don't like the two charges uh, they don't want you to shoot it every turn but you're not going to line up a bullseye every turn So, I mean when your focus links into any reposition it could line up every turn depending on what ship you're hunting down yeah uh, I really like. So the two charges, I get it. I do. It's just, uh, it's so feels bad when you line up a bullseye and you can't use it. Yeah, it's the same price as heavy laser cannon, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, but heavy laser cannon, at least every time you line up the bullseye, you can use it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. I would opt towards, and not to mention, the other one takes up both cannon slots. So I actually opt towards Ion Cannon plus HLC. Though, I don't know. For some reason on that CAD, I like just putting it on because I decided to put cluster missiles on them too. So, Oh, that's you know, your other with... three dice option. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's some great coordinate options in Scum. So you can make sure that you have that focus. Well, what what crew do you like on CAD? I I flew him for one game last week. I haven't week. put a crew. No, I put Ahsoka for the Force. Like honest, I don't know. I on Separatist, I can't. Uh, oh, I've been oh, flying sorry. him. 
Notorious, Proton, Cluster, Xanadu, Blood, Tracking, Fob. And then the last bit, I'm like, I don't know what to fill up. So I've been trying different bombs. I've been trying different things. Like... Has Tracking Fob been useful for you? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just, Sometimes. Uh, like, it sounded yeah, interesting. I wanted to try you're it. Facing but... against. Uh, the opponent chooses be... who it goes on, right? I'm going to make fun of myself here. I didn't know Fob was a word, so I've been calling it Tracking FOB. Oh, the... you kn- oh, you didn't know? Yeah, like your key fob or your... <laughs> yeah, I've well, key never... fob is the only thing. That's I'd... what someone's like. Someone's like, you know, your key fob? And I'm like, never heard it called that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't... So people are like, why are you calling it FOB? I'm like, isn't it? It's all in caps. Isn't it an acronym? They're like, no, it's a word. I'm like, oh. Well, like, to be fair, it's Star Wars. It could have been FOB, like C3PO or, you know, ATAT. It might have been, but no, it is. It is. Yeah, it's a word. I don't know if it's a real word or they just invented it when those no, things came out. No, it's a real out. word. I've I've looked it up. Yeah, okay. Fob is a real word. I definitely know. Like, like I worked at a garage when I was younger and they call those the key, you know, your unlock, your key fob. I mean, yeah. But oh no! Also, that's what the yeah no they call the we get a we get a thing that's... at work to open the the gates like it's like a little magnetic thing on, it's also on your keychain, but they call it the parking fob. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've never heard. And someone's like, it was in the Mandalorian quite a bit. I'm like, really? That shows how oh, much I watch oh, the dialogue. That's right. It was the tracking fob, which I guess yeah I never would have remembered that unless you said that. So it's also I only use it once, and I never remember to trigger it. But your opponent gets to choose what ship it goes on, right? Yes. That's the part that annoys me is because they're all unique. It's a unique condition, so you can't have multiple of it. So I kind of wish that if you took multiple tracking fobs, you had multiple marked for elimination ships. I agree. Why make it a three pip if you're only going to make the condition one pip? Yeah. Well, it's the same as fearsome. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think Predator. fearsome predators too, isn't it? Or am I wrong? Uh, let me yeah, I can check here. So if, I, if I go to separatists, if I go to the fearsome predator, the joy tri fighter. Um, oh no, you're uh, right. It's one. It's one pip. pip on fearful prey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I wish that you got to choose it because you're you're setting the bounty, right? I don't. It doesn't seem thematic for your your opponent to see. Oh, this is the guy that's wanted. Okay, why would why would the freaking outer rim be after some random tie fighter? <laughs> but it's a stolen tie fighter. It was. I did it the one time I did it. Um, it was put on Malaris. I'm like, great, she's a terrible target. Well, I guess three points is not a lot. Well, because she can just turn on glitter stim. Yeah, yeah. Really hard to win. But at the same time, if you get rid of her, she can't do it on attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. You should be allowed to choose. That's a little odd. Yeah, let's say it's like 
it's Kylo Ren and a bunch of Tie Fighters. I want I want them to be marked on Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, right, exactly. It's like, what? Uh, and they they made it four points. But if you're making use of it justice, that's great. But I'm 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 sticking with um, like contraband or false transponder codes or overtuned. Um. And see, my problem, I would love to put false transponder codes on CAD, but with tracking fob, it actually, like, hurts yourself, because you want to take that lock early. I mean, then it's an outside of range 3 jam, almost. If you want to, if you want to use it like that. It's just, but, it's, but then you're putting so many points to jam a shift that you don't even know if you care about that shift. Yeah. Like, if it's not even a threat, then why bother, right? But I kind of like false transponder codes on CAD just because it is security against Alpha Strike. So if you're getting a lock for a proton torpedo, they just discard the lock, which is kind of nice. And then you stick Notorious on there. And they're shooting at you with a unmodded attack. Or at least not with a target lock. And then you're sending strains out there. It doesn't seem too bad. Every, every time anyone ever says that upgrade Notorious, all I think of is the Biggie Smalls song. No? Nobody? Is there a Biggie Smalls song called Notorious? Yeah. I do like Notorious on Cat. So, if we're talking about Notorious, I mean, it's not faction locked, which is nice. No. It's just illicit locked. Um, right now, I'm, I'm trying to fit as many proton torpedoes as I can into a list that isn't Rebels. So I got Sarasu, Genesis, and Lee Mackay. They're all four-point options with Proton Torpedoes. That's the list that I sent you. Uh, or added you in the Discord. Uh, we got Gamma Key, and then we got Manoru with Notorious. And Overtuned and Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon Gunner is really interesting to getting that fourth die. You can just spend a lock on somebody, spend a a strain on somebody, uh, take it away, and just or take a stress off of somebody, and you just get that fourth die. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd like to see if this kind of alpha strike would work. I mean, it's all I four and I five, so it's hard to know if one of them would just get murdered first. Anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, what kind of lists you guys are flying right now. So uh, on stream, you were flying, was it Separatist or Scum? Yep, Separatist. Separatist. Sunfac, Grievous, CAD, two Separatist drones with Discord Missile. Seems pretty solid. And you won that one? Yes. Nice. Uh, it was against Maui's Double Falcon. 
Yeah, I caught the end of it, but unfortunately I was working. Uh... Yeah, so what was uh, what was he trying to pull off? He heard... flew to a great list. I really liked his list. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Chewbacca with Notorious, Bayes Malbus, Biston, Overtune Modulators. Well, that's another way to get multiple focuses. Interesting. Lando, Selfless, uh, Concussion, Han Solo, Concussion Missiles. False Transponder Codes, Munitions Fail Safe, Millennium Falcon Title, Ahsoka Tano, Shattering Shot, Brilliant Evasion, Elusive, and Concussion Missiles. Yeah, that Ahsoka is really good. Um, yeah, well, congratulations. That sounds like it looked like a really fun game. It, it was, I mean, fun fact, a little bit I'm going to use like, this game as my stand that I should have one more Nantex with ensnare mm-hmm. capabilities mm-hmm. because a single ensnare can't do anything against big ships or medium ships and two ensnares can't do anything against um, large ships. Large ships. So I should have a third ensnare capability. Uh, take Count Dooku with tractor beam. Yeah, but I said ensnare capability, not tractor capability. Uh, I don't think AMG is going to take that complete time. No, but at <laughs> least it shows that ensnare shouldn't be banned. All right, Dave, what have you been flying lately? Um, well, I only... Uh, I, I got a couple of games in last week for the first time in a while, and I brought the Rogue class. So I had Cad Bane. I just threw this together. It's, I don't know if it was great. I did win. I won one game. I lost one game. I had Cad Bane with uh, Xanadu Blood and Contraband, Ahsoka, Heavy Laser Cannon, and Marksmanship. And then uh, four M3A interceptors. I had Leighton, Sirisu, Sunny, and Genesis. And, okay. And uh, they all ba- basically all loaded out. Genesis had cluster missiles and shield upgrade. Sunny had homing missiles. Sirisu, heavy laser cannon and shield. And Leighton had uh, homing missiles and elusive. Because they all have... Very different loadout points. Mm-hmm. So it, it was okay. It was it was a fine list. I don't know. It was it was at least fun to fly. They don't they don't really help each other out very much, other than Sirisu helped keep everybody alive. Uh, I found I found really Cad Bane's ability a little difficult to trigger, but I like him again. I only flew two games. I, I like I like the dial, and I don't know. I definitely want to try it again. Maybe not this list, but I want to try the Rogue class Starfighter again. So how are you using Marksmanship and Heavy Laser Cannon together? I don't know that I was. Because I don't... It's part. It's, it will go back I, to hits, right? It, and it's primary only. 
Oh, okay. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. It's just a regular attack. Yeah, but a heavy laser cannon would just take the crit back. So I guess you would just use it on your primary range one attacks. Yeah, I was just filling out points, too. I put this together very quickly. No, that looks that sounds fun. I mean, that's what I want to do is put some of the new newly appointed M3As. Like I, don't, I I could have put cutthroat. I just don't think I I don't know uh, cutthroat. I don't think I would have used it. And you know stuff like composure and dead eye and Marg sable for a point. I'm definitely not using. I thought marksmanship might come in handy. I could have put elusive on there, but he's only got two green dice. Maybe Notorious, actually. I, I didn't even see that. Notorious sounds like a good option. Yeah. Well, Notor- that you out. can't put Notorious Free if rules, you can't right? put an illicit, though. Say that again? Let me, let me, let me you need an illicit. I have contraband, have contraband on there. Yeah. Then, yeah, put Notorious. Yeah, yeah. Then you get up to 18. That's much better. No, sounds fun. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't flown the M3As in a long time, so that's kind of what I was itching for. But I don't I don't know that. Um... Yeah, I don't I don't know that that's the kind of everybody only had two attack dice, right? Unless they use their their upgrades. Yeah, well, yeah, with the M3A, I like to put the cannons on them, so they always have that. I, I usually try to put ion cannon or ion cannon on them or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I the, the cannon definitely helps. I thought with Genesis, maybe kind of, you might as well have some sort of missile if he wants to take a target lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and Sirisu, I, I always put on. in for the for the uh, for the help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're taking those locks with them, Sirisu can help out with the defense a little bit. You just gotta hope that you roll squiggles. Yeah, sounds fun. Uh, what about you, Luke? Uh, I have I've I flew my last Kyber game last week. Um, How'd you do? I went three and two in the tournament. And there was five games of Swiss, so I'm not in the cut, but I'm in the running for uh, top of just outside of the cut, which there are prizes for. So if you're like the top three outside of the cut in a specific faction, you get prizes. And I had all of my games on stream. So there's also prizes for that as well. So I'm going to awesome. see if I can get anything for that. Like an additional prize if you happen to be a person who got all your games on stream? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think there's going to be like a raffle or something. for, Or if everybody got something, that'd be nice because kind of televising the event a little bit. Uh, so I got a lot of my games, uh, one of them on Maui Stream, one of them on Hexiled, uh, a bunch of them were on Nickel City. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I My list that I ended up with, I regretted a little bit. Um, I went with Koshka, Rook, um, Ahav, and Gamu. Ahav, I'm not sure if, like, he's really cool because you can take a list that's on them that can do some dirty stuff. But I think an M3A is probably better for three points. You get the extra health and the built-in cannon, which might be a little bit nicer. 
and Layton's got a pretty sweet ability. So, but I on my uh, very last game, I pulled off a really cool ability with Ahab. I five straighted through a rock, Mark Sable closure onto Darth Vader Defender uh, to give him a strain. And then I locked him with false transponder codes to jam him so he couldn't get his free evade. So that was pretty cool. Ahab didn't attack for a couple turns because he went so far ahead with the five straight, but uh, I was able to K turn a couple turns or a turn later and then get some nice three dice and four dice attacks onto a decimator um, and beat the game pretty handily 22 to 9 for my last game. So. That was uh, that was a lot of fun, but I don't think I'd taken a Tie Fighter until C four comes down to three. Without those two pointers, uh, the Tie Fighter doesn't seem really worth it at the moment. Uh, other than that, like um, <laughs> it was really funny. I watched the playback; the entire uh, audience and Greg were yelling at me because I didn't use Rook's ability once. <laughs> I just kept rolling natties, or I was just so far ahead that it didn't matter. A rook's ability is if, uh, while you engage, you take a strain token, and then you can change a hit or eyeball to a hit for free. And I, I, I just never triggered. I just treated him like a, or treated her like a generic gauntlet, and made everybody very mad. <laughs> but it worked out. <laughs> I uh, can't complain. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the last thing that I or I did fly one thing recently. What did I fly? I flew on uh, Greg's stream last Thursday. I'm trying to remember what I took. Oh, I flew uh, Separatist. That doesn't I didn't seem go like very well. I didn't go very well. I flew uh, Count Dooku, uh, DGS two eight six, and the HMP, both with proton torpedoes. Um, I got a Bactoid prototype with Discord missiles, energy shells, and I had General Grievous. And it was uh, versus First Order. And I already told you guys I have not beaten a First Order list yet. But yeah, Spoiler. he had some crazy natties. Like his uh, Tie Whisper never had um, never had mods, but he was still rolling like three or four hits out of hand, like every time. Like one was just triple crits against my infiltrator, and I was just uh, I didn't I didn't last very long. But there was an awesome turn where I took out the Tie Whisper with a rain zero attack, uh, three natty hits from Grievous. And he blanked out, and then Grievous survived um, two shots at range one, with one haul left because uh, my Impervium just threw away all the crits. So that was pretty cool. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to be flying next. I haven't been really list building the past few days. 
Well, it's almost Tuesday again. I need. I guess I need to uh, pick something for uh, if I'm going to be playing. Oh, this weekend. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for everybody uh, for coming out uh, to chat tonight. Yeah, uh, we fun. got those. Yeah, yeah we good. got those other factions taken taken care of. Uh, we'll see if we get any more news from AMG. Uh, do you guys have any shoutouts this week? Uh, not really. Everybody stay safe. Everybody stay healthy. Enjoy the summer. Yeah, likewise. Uh, any shoutouts, Justice? No, not today. Uh, just everyone keep flying. Oh yeah, that too, obviously. <laughs> But no, shout out to Luke. Thank you again for hosting this podcast. Yeah, no worries. It's a lot of fun. I love having you guys on. Um, shout out to my wife for going out to Stratford the other day and bringing home very awesome donuts. Mm. <laughs> it's random shout outs. I can shout out whatever yep. I want. She, uh, there was uh, one that was... Uh, it looked like the Simpsons Homer donut. Oh yeah, like the oh. pink donut. And these are like oversized donuts too. There was a strawberry uh, fritter that was really good, and there was a maple bacon donut with <laughs> actual like candied bacon strips on it. Holy shit! And it was probably not the most healthy breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. Um, thank you guys again so much for coming on. And thank you, everybody who's been listening on Twitch and listening in the future. And we will check you next time. Later, guys. Bye. Later. Great podcast.